hockey. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Yes, it is Judd's Hockey Show. Sort of morose because the Minnesota <laughs> Wild is on a seven-game losing streak. And Declan Goff, as I'm perusing the Western Conference standings, I am going down, down, down. And the Minnesota Wild, 14 points in 19 games, a minus 20 in goal differential. They are two points ahead of the Blackhawks there, four points ahead of the god-awful Sharks, who, by the way, only have one more uh, or one fewer win than the Wild. And so here's the question. And by the time that you watch this, it might be already, the trigger might have been pulled. How much longer can this team, and we'll get into some of the players, but how much longer can this team go forward with a coach whose message has clearly been completely tuned out? Yeah, it's uh, trending in the wrong direction here. Seven in a row, uh, same team from last year. Look, I I want to make this clear, that I thought this team was going to regress. I didn't think that this team was going to be very good. I didn't think they were going to be a playoff team. I thought they were mostly big-time overachievers in the regular season, and uh, on top of that, comp- compounding that, they missed their chance to probably make a run two years ago. Uh, I thought that was their best team that's had these first-round exits over the last few years. I thought two years sure. ago's team was their best one, the one that lost to the Blues. Uh, I thought that was their best team that they've had to potentially make a playoff run. The West was incredibly weak that year. Um, and last year, they still rebounded, had a good season, pushed the Stars to six, but you know, kind of same old story, and they get bounced. And eventually... You know, it. you start running out of luck to a degree. You start running out of the things that worked. And uh, I don't know if it's Dean's, you know, message getting stale. You know, I didn't love Bill Guerin extending all the same guys he did before. But it's trending towards a change being needed because when you run back the same team and if you're not going to fire the executive and this team has now free fall to the bottom of the standings, one game better or one win so to speak, better than the San Jose Sharks, who are off to the worst start in NHL history. Yeah, uh, something something has to change. Well, and so I'm sort of mixed here because one is, yes, Bill Guerin gave out extensions that probably weren't wise, but it doesn't start with um, Zuccarello, Felino, and Hartman. It starts with Johansson, who is completely no-show of the season. I mean, this has been a disgusting lack of effort. Okay, Joe And Buck. this is where... And this is where I think Bill Guerin uh, has to fire Dean. Dean's getting nothing from this room. And, you know, when I see Pat Maroon saying, what, this is effing something despicable or unacceptable. Well, yeah. How long have we been talking about that? Like this team is it lost seven consecutive games. Their lack of interest, lack of heart. It amazes me because I thought this was the the Parisi suitor problem. Um, but you know, you have go down the line of guys that are checked out. I mean, Kaprizov the mm-hmm. last two games has played better, but that's even more of an indictment of why he was playing so poorly. Zuccarello looks like he's either gone off the cliff or he doesn't, uh, he doesn't care. Um, you know, you, you just go through this entire list. What's, you know, Matt Boldy is playing a stupid of, of hockey and I'm done with trading guys like that. You traded coil, eventually figured it out. You traded tuck too early um, you traded Greenway because I just don't think that there was a lot there. But the but the fact is, you signed Boldy to a seven year, forty nine million dollar contract, and you're getting nothing from him against the Red Wings, who are an improved team. But I don't care. He took two stupid penalties. You know this team is playing dumb hockey. 
They are, they, and some of that is on Bill because, you know, like the bottom pairing defensemen are just, it, it's not feasible. They can't do that. Uh, but I honestly think that you have to make a coaching change because what would you say Dean is doing right now? Like, what is he doing to help? He is being ignored. He's now mad talking about uh, yesterday. He basically should have just named names. He's, he basically said in his post-game press conference after the loss to Detroit, our top guys aren't doing it. Well, you know what, Dean? That's been a problem for a long time. I just think this has run its course. And, yes, I am fine with the fact if they're not good, they'll get a high draft pick. But there's a difference between being a not good team and being a not caring team. And I am shocked after all the work that, that Bill Guerin did to try and l- reverse this room. Mm-hmm. This team looks like it doesn't give a damn. And that's not acceptable because it goes through moments. It did it Friday. It did it Sunday. There are moments where they do apply themselves and they can win a game that way. Um, but there are moments where they are they are so soft on the puck. You know, Kaprizov, I know he's, as I just said, turned it around a little bit, but he is a turnover machine. Zuccarello, I don't know what the hell he's doing, and I don't know why the hell he is still on that top line. So I just, you have to make a change here. And even if you could, you can't trade every player who is underachieving. The only answer, I think, is to probably blow out most of the coaching staff. Yeah, this is where, this is the bed they've made. And I didn't agree with those extensions, but the extensions are, you know, they're, they're locked in here. Yeah, I, right. you can't really can't really do anything. We can we can rip Garen and we criticize Garen and, and rightfully so. I'm not not giving him a pass because he deserves to be criticized for what he did. Uh, mm-hmm. But this has now put the Wild in this kind of even d- bigger and deeper hole that they find themselves in because of the salary cap issues and because they're bottoming out. That if this is the path they want to go down, like do I think the Wild are as bad as this Sharks team? No, but. If the path is to go down and, and trade off assets, well, you don't you don't really have that amount of significant assets to trade at this point. That's that's the that's the dumb thing here. Like that's that's the thing that I, that's being dumbfounded. So if you can't trade your assets and you're not going to fire the GM, you have to fire the head coach. I don't know who that replacement is. I'm sure Dean has our or uh, I'm sure Bill has already kind of started to think about that. What guys that could come up, um, but. You have to make a coaching change if you can't sell off pieces and you still have belief in this team. Um, like I, I have other criti- I, I have other areas that I want to criticize this team for. But if you if you're not going to be able to trade things, then it starts with the head coach and you got to fire him. Yeah, and 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 look, if Bill Guerin sits here and watches this, it's going to be extremely d- disappointing, and he's going to be very o- open again to further criticism because of the fact that you know his whole mantra was i'm going to change this team change this culture and i loved everything he did until sort of the extensions and now it's a question of are you really going to let them get away with this crap because i mean that's literally what they're doing they are they are the class that doesn't pay attention to the teacher the teachers lost the classroom and nothing's happening and so you just sit there and, and you know dean keeps saying things and i mean you can see in his post game i saw it friday i saw it sunday I mean, he looks like a deer in the headlights. He's got no ant. He is a dead man walking coach. His hair's longer so, too. Like he just yeah, looks, he looks yeah. A well, that shuffled. was a purposeful thing. <laughs> that was a purposeful thing. I don't know why he grew his hair out. I, I guess agree. he was trying to get. I, I asked our friend uh, Jesse Pierce of Bar Down Beauties and JHS about that, and she said it was a thing he did. I guess he showed up to training camp looking for a new look. By the way, if I was him, I'd cut my hair now. But. Yeah, this is just – I'm just talking about a first step towards looking respectable. 
I'm not even saying they're good. I'm saying a first step towards looking respectable. I mean, how can your penalty kill be this bad? Right. I don't know if you saw the power play goals. Uh, and, and there was one in which Detroit didn't score a power play goal in which they were literally packed in around poor Philip Gustafson. Oh, that like it was a, where they yes, were all like it was a pond. Of, yes. It looked like a pond yes. hockey rink. Dude, like I it looked that. like they had drawn up the lines uh, and the rink was like short. It was like an amateur looking rink. They're so packed in and nobody does a damn thing. So yeah, I just look, there's a lot of problems. I, I agree with you. Uh, Bill Guerin made some bad decisions for sure. There's a lot of problems that go beyond the seven-game skid. But that being said, I'm just talking about doing the first thing to try and bail water. Yep. I'm not, and I'm not. You, you still might suck, but at least look like you give a damn. That's mm-hmm. the incredible thing. And I think Maroon's words. And look, Pat Maroon's an older player now. It's not like he's going to change things. But you know. This is a guy who won, what, three consecutive cups? Yep. And, like, when he talks, you can see he's, like, beyond disgusted by what he's seeing, which means there's further trouble in the room that we don't know know about. And this is really, to me, distressing because this was the whole mission was to get away from this and, like, the Wilds falling back into it. Yeah, when Pat Maroon's a three-time cup winner and, you know, he's definitely got some merit and he he knows what it takes to have a winning culture if he's coming out and saying that, then not a good sign. Not a great sign. Um, in terms of the team around them, I mean, I you're you're right that I I was watching that penalty kill situation where they're all just packed in front of them and was kind of giggling to myself. I've never been someone that has been the special teams guy and and give you the X's and O's. That's not really gonna be where I I try to make my hay. But the goaltending of this team is horrible. It's terrible. It's the worst in the league by every measurement. By measurements of traditional just goals allowed by analytics, uh, by expected goals added, or by uh, goals saved above expected. Like, every metric you can find, the Wilds' goaltending stinks. And goaltending can mask your stink. Good goaltending can mask your stink. It's the analogy I've used with you before. You could be bad at driving off the tee. You could be bad with your second shots. Uh, But if you can putt, if you can make big putts, it can mask all the other bad things around your game. Personally, I don't have uh, that luxury either, but on tour, you see that a lot with a lot of good golfers that are really good putters that can kind of make up for the other deficiencies they have. Right now, the Wilds' goaltending is terrible, and so is their offense. Not trying to discredit their offense, but their goaltending is so bad that they have no shot at winning games right now with the level of goaltending they're getting. My comeback comeback to to that, and yes, the goaltending is not good at all. My comeback to that is, though, you can't mask John Merrill. I mean, John Merrill's playing Friday. He is a turnover machine. Now he got scratched on Sunday. But, like, when you look, when their bottom pairing defense are on the ice, it literally is a shooting gallery at times. So I, I guess my question is, like, unless you go get um, Dominic Hasek at his height, right. at his best, you know, this team is just – there's an overall lack of I – mean, I mean, the system is just broken down. I don't know where the system went, but it's gone, you know – you know the most telling thing? Watch this one, because this is the most telling thing from the blue line that I've seen. And it is completely, completely unnecessary. Um, and he has a few goals because of it, but I don't give a damn. Jake Middleton thinks he's Bobby Orr. Have you seen the amount of times he... Now, I know the, I know they encourage their defensemen to join the play. And I know, but my God, Jake, you're here to play defense. Yeah. Like that's Brodeen because he's such a good skater, right? That's Brodeen. So like, yes, the goaltending's bad. 
But some of the defensive pairings are just god-awful. And, yeah, it's just an entire breakdown. There's no system left. That That's what I'm saying. I mean, you almost need to blow out a, a portion of the coaching staff, not just Dean. Like, the penalty kill can't be this bad. Bob Woods is dead man walk. I mean, both and this Dean pen- could be head, handcuffed, but. This penalty kill can't be this bad. Like, it's unbelievable. I, and, and it doesn't look like they have any bleeping clue what they're doing half the time. Uh, but, yeah, the goaltending, no question about it. It's a problem. But I also feel bad for the goaltenders when the when the defense in front of them at times. I mean, that John Merrill gong show to give up the abs, uh, um, what turned out to be the winning goal on Friday, which, by the way, was scored by a guy who's a career goon. That guy is a career goon. He made – he his – mittens he had the softest hands i've ever seen I, I don't know where that came from but that's all on john so yeah it is just it is really really distressing and it's and i've tweeted this dex the really distressing thing to me is and this has been a problem before with this team why do they play at times like they think they're good like watch them float around mm-hmm. like they play like they think they have talent and even Kaprizov, what makes him special is when he plays like a fourth liner. Um, I don't understand it. I have no idea. But they are, you know, if Bill Guerin's going to sit here and watch this crap, I'm shocked because that's not the guy we've talked to. Right. The he- guy that we've talked to would personally go down there and bag skate their asses today and for the rest of the week till somebody pukes. Oh, he's pissed. I mean, we we, we know he's pissed. Uh, and he's been a little quieter. I think I've seen him make a couple rounds around the local you know, media scene yeah. in the last week. So he's not hiding, which I appreciate. He's never been the one to hide, and nor should he hide from uh, from this. But he's going to have to make a change here. Um, and it stinks. Look, I, I listened to the Red Wings call, uh, the TV call yesterday, um, and that crew was just ripping Matt Boldy for 40 minutes. Rightfully so, by the way. Matt Boldy stinks. Yes. Uh, they should be yep. ripping him. Uh, yep. and, and they were disgusted by it and Kaprizov's, I mean, man, I, I don't know what, I don't know what to make a Kaprizov right now. I, this, this is, that's probably the most alarming fact. Like I've always talked to you about goaltending, regressing and, you know, overachieving. That's, that's, that's fine. Um, players going to go through injuries. I can debate you on, you know, Ryan Hartman shouldn't have get a contract extension. That's all fun and games. I have no answer to you. Why Kirill Kaprizov looks like a pedestrian hockey player through the first 20 games of the season. I don't know what but the last two, but the last two games he's actually gone back to looking a bit more like himself, which is a bi- a bigger indictment because that means there's that means his effort, that means there's nothing wrong with him. Like unless he is again, I'd like to know: Are you hurt or is something wrong in your own life? But the last two games he's like picked it up a bit. So and and he did one of those Kirill, um around the ice things in the Detroit zone, which is gorgeous yesterday, and then it sort of just disappeared. And how he's become a literal turnover machine, especially in the neutral zone. I have no clue, but yeah, there's a lot of things here. And by the way, the other reason to fire Dean is this, you've done everything else. Like all of the internal band-aids, the team has met at least twice. They met early in the season. I think after a loss to Columbus, and then they, they met again after that uh, atrocious performance against the stars, the day after the performance against the stars, what eight to three loss, right? Bill Guerin came in and MF'd him before they left for Sweden. So then he MF'd him. Okay, so now your GM, who has won multiple cups, has come in and said, what the hell? You know, I, I rewarded you guys, and you're playing like dogs. And so there's no other – I mean, there's no other buttons left to push. 
there. I mean, is... eventually you could probably trade guys. I think you could probably. I think you'll be in a position to make some trades around the deadline. But yeah, there's. But to your point, who's going to want guys? So there's. It's, just, it's disgusting. There's one last button you can potentially push here internally, and I know you're probably against this, but if your goaltending is going to be this bad, no matter the coach, no matter the system, no matter the mm-hmm. effort, if your goaltending is this bad, the only internal change you can make is calling up Jesper Wallstead and saving that position. Who's off to a great start in Iowa. Yeah. Here's why I'm not, I'm not going to do that to, to him. He doesn't deserve this and he's not going to, I'm not going to put him in what appears to be a room full of pedestrians and say, hey, kid, like if they were concerned about his, let's say, goaltending mental health, right, previously, yeah, I can't see putting him, like if the goaltending was bad and was losing them games and everyone else was playing well, I think I'd do it. I think I'd do it in a heartbeat. I love this idea. But for this group, I mean, my God, this is, uh, this is, I, I don't think I would subject anyone to this yeah. from, a, from a younger goaltender standpoint. And quite frankly, they don't deserve it. So, I, I mean, I'm with you. The goaltending's been bad, but so is everything else. And so, like, it, it, you would literally be at the current rate telling Wallstead to stand on his head, and I don't want to do, do that to, to the kid. I'm all for putting him in a situation in which he can thrive, not in which he has to be the only one who thrives. So I, I just think it's time. I think it's time. I think if you fire Dean and get a new voice in, in here, I think they'll – do the traditional thing of turning things around. And that just means trying. Yeah. That's, I'm not saying they're going to look great. I'm saying just simply trying. But the complete lack of playing a system or what they're supposed to be playing, I am, I never thought during the course of this season, Dex, and it's not early, I never thought during the course of this year we would be having this conversation. Oh yeah, no, like I, this bad. No, well, I, I didn't think it'd be this bad. I didn't think we'd have it this early. Like you know, if uh, the 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 firings have always come the January swoon, right? And a lot of actually got out of the January swoon era that they always went in with Yo and then Boudreaux. Yep. Um, they got they got kind of out of that. They've been out of that for a bit, but that's been the time we've always seen like the epic. The Yo's meltdown. You know, the Boudreaux firing actually came as a I think as a bit of a surprise, if memory serves right, right. It did. It did. And I don't think that had anything to do with um, the, the fact that the team was awful. It had to do with, I think, Bill had made his decision on Bruce. Yeah. I don't think Bill liked Bruce as a coach. No. So, like, that did. had nothing – That I don't think that was a spark move. No. Um, the, the, the last spark move was, what, the eight-game skid in February of what, whatever the year was when Yozy got fired. Yeah. Um, tor- um, Torch. Uh, what tor- Torch came in, mm-hmm. and they actually went on a West Coast swing and played really well. And then they came back here for the outdoor game at um, at the time TCF Bank Stadium and blew the socks off the Blackhawks. But yeah, this is this is one where Bill Guerin's being put to the test here. And I understand you signed Dean to extensions, and I understand that you probably are concerned about some things financially. But my God, dude, you can't stand still. You can't watch this. Especially when your coach looks like he just saw, uh, you know, just saw the worst car crash of his life, which he sort of has. Mm-hmm. 
with the way that, that this team is playing. Okay, before we transition, though, Dex, I want to go from bad news, which is the wild, to good news, which is my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. And ladies and gentlemen, I have some breaking news. That's uh-huh. right. Livia's Black Friday offer has been extended. You heard me right. You heard me right. Livia Weight Control Centers Black Friday offer has been extended. Join today and save up to 50%. I just got done emailing back and forth with a guy who joined the program. He actually had asked me a while back, does it work? And I said, yes, it definitely works. He joined the program. This dude down like 100 pounds. Wow. Down 100 pounds. It works. Join today. Save up to 50%. Uh, Just go to... L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, or call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. This is going to be a limited-time offer, the extension, a limited-time offer. Uh, So join now, again, your weight loss journey for a program. Voted Minnesota's best weight loss program three years in a row. Your weight loss journey starts at Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Hey, Dex, if I got a sore back or a sore neck from trying to watch the wild what's your suggestion for me? Uh, i would go to summit orthopedics there's plenty of locations in the metro yeah whether you're dealing you know with that shoulder pain or elbow pain or upper body lower body dean if you don't want to tell us what it is why don't you just send send the guys to summit orthopedics send judd to summit orthopedics i don't know send anyone you know that is having some pain. and uh you can go to summitortho.com, find that metro location or greater minnesota area location near you uh book your appointment you can find all the information you need at summitortho.com. If Dean Everson's not fired today, Monday, okay, mm-hmm. and if the Wild loses to the Blues tomorrow night at the X, is Dean on the plane as they depart Wednesday for a Thursday game at Nashville? I don't think so. I think he is coaching for his job on Tuesday. And, I, you know, it, it, and that's that's kind of the conundrum of, like, well, one win, one game is separating him from right. still being a coach. Right, like I think the yes. mind's mostly made up here, but and the coffin's in the ground, and the Undertaker, so to speak, has laid down that coffin into there. And I don't think a win is just gonna, you know, metaphorically push that hand through the casket as he crawls back up to to ground. So I think the decision is made up. But if if you're asking me, does he make it on the plane ride? Well, if they lose, no, he's not making it on that plane ride. Now, first of all, I would fire him today. <laughs> Like he wouldn't, he wouldn't coach the game against the Blues, win or lose. Though I'm hoping what today should be is a day in which plans are being made. Like I don't know if they're gonna go outside, if they're gonna have. I mean, hell, for all I, I know, Bill Guerin could put himself behind the bed for a game and really make th- their lives hell, which they probably deserve. Uh, but yeah, I think I will be disappointed if Dean Everson is the coach on Thursday. I'll, I'll be. I'm disappointed that he might be the coach on Tuesday, uh, but yeah, you've got to make a change here. You've just have to make a change, win or lose. I just think the lethargic nature of what we have seen, and again, these guys aren't this bad. They might not be good, but they ain't this bad. And if it was just goaltending, I think we could have a real conversation about what to do. And it might be Wallstead, but my God, it's so much more than that. It's so much more. All right, Dex, I think we're done complaining the bottom line is it's time for a change in st paul yeah we'll we'll uh we'll be up to date if there's obviously a a, a firing here um we'll we'll be able to handle that here on judge hockey show like we always do with breaking news uh but hit the subscribe button for daily minnesota sports entertainment we got our friend jesse pierce lined up for this week as well to get kind of back in our saddle and get her thoughts on uh, what the heck's going to happen and 
We'll, we'll wait and see, man. Hit that subscribe button, though, for Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment. This is Judd's Hockey Show. Pass, shoot, score. Especially the guys on the wild. <laughs>